Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Vitaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. All right, we're joined now as we are every Wednesday at this time by the host of Send It In, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider PJ Glasser, Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today. On the BetMGM app. Well, PJ, uh, we don't have any baseball to talk to you about today. It's um, it's it's Rob Manfred's dream scenario, right? The, the Texas Rangers and and the Arizona Diamondbacks. How you holding up, bud? I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Yeah, I mean, do, do are you one of those fans, PJ? Like, well, you know, the Orioles didn't make it, but at least they lost to the World Champions. Are you are you leaning that way as a fan, PJ? I am, I am, but I also love a good underdog story because I kind of see the Diamondbacks as almost the NL version of the Orioles. You know, they have they're going to have the Rookie of the Year in the NL and Corbin Carroll, nice young nucleus, um, and you know it was a good surprise that they made the playoffs. Nobody saw them going this far, but I'll root for the D-backs. To your point, though, Gene, if the Rangers won, I would be upset because you know as a fan, when the team that you lose to wins it all kind of makes you feel a little better yeah um the set the sunday lineup seems a little better here uh you know talking to you beforehand as opposed to the saturday lineup here and as far as what we want to play here you've got a few good uh, games to take a look at let's start with vanderbilt old miss how do you see this one playing out pj yeah gene like you said the college slate this week not too much is jumping out to me but i do like this spot for vanderbilt against old miss so Vandy's not having a great year, fellas. Obviously, you know, their football program hasn't been good for a while. But they've played Georgia, Mizzou, and Kentucky this season. They've lost to all of those teams by exactly 17 points. They also lost to Florida by 24. They're playing Ole Miss this week, and they're catching 24 and a half. So I think they can keep it close. And I think it's a good spot to fade Ole Miss. The Rebels won only their second game in their last 10 tries at Auburn last week. And they have games against A&M and Georgia coming up. So it's a perfect sandwich spot. Vanderbilt gets to play the number 12 team in the country. So you know that they're going to fight hard, give it their best shot. And against these good teams that they play, they've been hanging around. So I think they can cover the 24 and a half this week. All right, PG, let's head out west. Washington, Stanford. What do you like about this matchup? Yeah, so last week, guys, you could just kind of see that coming with Washington, right? One of the games of the year against Oregon, it was awesome. Penix was great. And then just the letdown last week. Penix didn't even throw for a touchdown. It was rainy in Seattle. They were playing a one-win Arizona State team. They escaped with a 15-7 to victory. Well, now I think they got their bad game out of the way. Now they refocus. They go up against the Stanford team that's no good. 
going to be great weather out in Palo Alto. Anything under the 28, I like Washington this week. They're 26 and a half right now. I think they'll get right and they'll blow out the Cardinal this week. Uh, PJ, the, the Bills have fallen back into this category of, well, they did escape over the Giants, but either they win big or you know, they don't normally win the close ones as we saw them stub their toe against New England. And I'm looking at this line, Tampa Bay getting eight and a half in Buffalo. How do you play this year? Is this one you, you want to stay away from? Uh, which way are you leaning here? It is. It is, Gene. You know, last week I told you guys I didn't really have a great feeling on the Pats game. I thought it would be a nice bounce back spot for Buffalo. I like the teaser leg as well. If New England didn't score at the end, they would have covered that teaser. I think that's probably the way to go again this week. You tease them under the three to two and a half. I just don't know what to think of Buffalo. I mean, like you like you said, normally when the Bills are right, these kinds of games, when the spreads are big, they're at home, they usually have no problem. But those defensive injuries, I mean, as you guys know, Milano, Tredavious White, like those are superstars on that defense that they're missing. Allen doesn't look healthy, doesn't look right. The offense hasn't been really good since the Dolphins game. So I don't really want any part of laying a big number with the Bills right now. But I don't really want any part of Baker Mayfield either because he's starting to kind of look like the Baker that we all expected coming into the year. So I would just tease the Bills down, get them under a field goal. I think they win the game, but, you know, it could easily be like a six or seven point victory. I, I, I must have missed it. Did you say that there was an injury in the Bills defense? There was a linebacker that was injured. I, I missed his name. Who was that? That was Matt Milano. Just making sure. Uh, thank you, PJ. <laughs> thank you for humoring us. You got it. Uh, Falcons Titans. Look, this is uh, one where it looks like we might see Will Levis for the first time. Yeah. Uh, the the Titans trading away, uh, you know, somebody important to their secondary to, to Philadelphia. That that Titans to, to Philadelphia pipeline uh, remains intact, uh, and and the Falcons, a sneaky good team this year in the South. What's your take on this on this matchup, guys? This has gotten to the point where now that we're getting a key number. It- I think Tennessee is absolutely the play. I get it. Will Levis is starting and none of us know what to expect, right? He's never played an NFL game, so we don't know how he's going to look. Tennessee's coming off a bye, though, which we like. And the Falcons are coming off a big win. That was Desmond Ritter's first road win in the NFL. Did everything to try and give that game away. It two fumbles at the one-yard line. I'm still not in on Atlanta. Also, you got to remember, Arthur Smith, was the OC for the Titans for some years under Mike Vrabel. Vrabel knows him well. So I think he's going to have a great game plan. I think they're going to shut down Atlanta. And I kind of like that he's going with two quarterbacks, right? Maybe more running with Willis. Levis comes out and throwing. It's probably going to be a big Derrick Henry game, which is never a bad thing if you're back in Tennessee. So I like the Titans with the plus three at home. Yeah, PJ, with the fact that the Bills are playing on Thursday night, for Bills fans here, you can watch everything on Sunday, and I cannot wait for Sunday. And one of those games, I'm having trouble figuring out. It's Minnesota and Green Bay, where Green Bay is not giving any points at home. What I'm seeing right now in BetQL is this is a pick game. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, Gene, this is sports betting 101 right here, right? I mean, you got a Minnesota team coming in off of a really good win in prime time against the Niners. But guys, like, think about how many things had to go their way for them to win that game, right? McCaffrey fumbles on the first possession. Then you have the touchdown at the end of the first half. 
Purdy throws a couple of interceptions, not to mention Trent Williams was injured for San Francisco as well. He might be back this week. So, yes, it was a great win for Minnesota, but it easily could have been a loss. And on the flip side for Green Bay, they were awful, and it, but they still had a chance to win the game. They're up 17-16 in the fourth quarter. They had a chance to win. I think they bounced back at home. Guys, the look-ahead line before Minnesota played on Monday night was Green Bay minus two and a half. Minnesota's probably going to co- uh, close as favorites in this game. Are we ready to swing the line three points for the Vikings off of one win against the Niners? I'm not ready to do that. I like Green Bay at home this week. What about the Ravens and Cardinals? The Ravens looking impressive. Lamar Jackson, the uh, a- AFC's offensive player of the week. But the Cardinals have been uh, scrappy. Uh, throughout the course of this season. Not winning a lot of games, but scrapping nonetheless, PJ. What's your take? So I think this pick's going to surprise a lot of people, guys. I I really like the Cardinals this week at plus eight and a half. Like, this game screams letdown for the Ravens, right? Think about their schedule. They played at Cleveland, at Pittsburgh, travel all the way to London to play against Tennessee, travel back to Baltimore, to play a red-hot Lions team. Now you have to travel across the country to play a 1-6 Arizona team. Like, this easy could be a letdown spot for the Ravens. And if there's one thing we know about the Cardinals is they're going to fight. I think what's so interesting about this game, guys, the Ravens this season, 7-0 against the spread in the first quarter. The Cardinals are 7-0 against the spread in the second quarter. Mm. And they're 6-1 ATS in the first half. Whoever can kind of win that first half, I think is going to be key because Arizona, as we know, kind of has a letdown in these second halves. I think the Ravens are so good at getting off the hot starts, but so the Cardinals. And if there's one team in the NFC that kind of simulate Lamar and his speed and is used to it, it's Kyler Murray, right? I mean, the Cardinals know what it's like to go up against a fast quarterback. So I think they'll have a nice game plan. I think they'll keep it close. I like Arizona plus eight and a half. Now, now, PJ, full disclosure, we this next game we want to ask you about, we've been talking about, we went into detail on this yesterday, Bears and Chargers, and that's why, because uh, we're still alive in Survivor. We, we took Seattle last week, we moved on, and I don't want to lean you one way or another here. Bears, Chargers, what do you see here? Well, first off, I just want to say I'm glad you guys didn't listen to me with the, with the Packers. I didn't listen to myself either, I have to say. The more I thought about it, I actually went with Philadelphia. So mm. we're all still alive, which is good. I'm not taking the Chargers this week. I think Mike Danger's Bears are going to roll into SoFi and upset the Chargers. Yes! Hear me, guys, hear me out. Can't you see it? Tyson Badgett, it's been an unbelievable story, right? Now he gets to play in prime time in front of America. He's going to go into Sunday Night Football. He's going to win. He's going to be on Good Morning America Monday morning. Meanwhile, this is the final straw for Brandon Staley. He's going to be fired Monday morning. You came out of the bye week. You had Dallas. You had the Chiefs. You lost both of those games. You're losing the locker room. It's the same old Chargers. This is the final straw. Badgett's not bad, guys. Like, he's really not bad. The Bears have certainly gotten better, and we know the Chargers. They can beat anybody, and they can certainly lose to anybody. This is the upset of the week. I would be nervous about the Chargers. Give me Chicago. Are you going Chicago money line on that one? I'm going Chicago money line. You are something. Wow. I love what you say about Badgett. I mean, like, I was just saying this before we brought you on. If, if you could say anything about the kid, he's done. Every, he's accepted every challenge they've thrown his way, 
And he's done it. Like they've asked him to do what he's done and and he's stepped up and done it. And I, you know, does the rest of the team feed off of it? That remains to be seen, but I love that pick. And and by the way, when that game is happening, I'll be, I'll be unconscious. You'll be unconscious. (laughs) PJ, we're, we're parking our car in the same garage because what I said was I look at the Chargers last in pass defense. They're going to make any quarterback, any offense look good. I don't like that spot. A little unorthodox. I went with Philadelphia. Yes, Washington played him tough last time. I'm not too concerned. I'm going to use my Philly card this week. Yeah, guys, and again, you know, when we start getting to this point, we were talking about it last week with Seattle. And look, that was a game where they should have blown out Arizona, but they had turnovers. They were letting them stay in the game. You know everybody's going to use the Chargers this week because it's a big point spread, and you just don't trust them. Like, there aren't going to be many games where you trust the Chargers this year. And it's just knowing that everybody's going to take them, it it makes me nervous. So uh, I think Philly's probably a good spot, Gene. I think I told you guys I would go with the Packers last week, and then I didn't end up doing it. But I I think that I will use them this week. I think it's a really good spot. I'm throwing around maybe Dallas as well. Dak's like 17-5 and against the spread at home. Mm, Like, he's really good, ATS at home. And they're coming off a bye, which you have to like. And that pass rush against the Rams O-line, I just I think is a terrible matchup. So probably going to be between Dallas or Green Bay for me this week. More opportunity to make money. PJ's got some ideas and some thoughts on a full card tonight for the NBA, which is back. And PJ, I know that there's a handful of games you have circled for tonight's card as well. Yeah, guys, great to have the NBA back. And uh, obviously week or uh, night one, there's a lot of opportunity, right? Because we really don't know kind of how these teams might look, especially early on in the season. Some games that I'm looking at are, uh, I like the Kings as small favorites tonight on the road against the Jazz. I think the Kings are going to ride that momentum that we saw all of last season, get a win in Utah tonight. I like the Pelicans as well against the Grizzlies, minus 115. Pelicans are the best record in the Western Conference when they were at full strength. Last season, when they got all their guys out there, they're a really talented team. I think they win tonight against Memphis. And then I like the under in Cleveland and Brooklyn, 219 and a half. Cavs are, if not the best, one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. The Nets are going to have a really good defensive team, too, especially with Ben Simmons back. So I like under 219 and a half in Cavs and Nets as well. PJ Glasser, send it in. Tell everybody uh, what time uh, the show drops every day. Yeah, guys, 1 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time every day. You can watch us on Twitch. You can watch us on YouTube, Instagram, or Twitter. Fast-paced show, and we love the interaction from the fans sending in questions and comments and all their bets. So make sure you join me 1 to 1.30 every Monday through Friday. I'm telling you, TJ, uh, PJ, we're, we're going to be paying attention this weekend. We're going to hold you accountable. We're going to do it again next week. Same time. Really appreciate you giving us the time that you do every week here in the Sports Bar. Always a pleasure, guys. And let's go Bears, Danger. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Need, it. Need yeah. something, man. Need, this Chicago sports fan is downtrodden and beaten. Is it? Is it really going to come in the form of an undrafted Division II quarterback? Eh, stranger things have happened. Who knows? Can you imagine? Oh, I can imagine a lot of things. Yeah. I can imagine a lot of things. Quarterback controversy between... Justin Fields and an undrafted rookie free agent quarterback. Not really something Why that was in not? my scope of, of imagination. Like you can just, re- you're in the best of both worlds. Cause you're going to Carolina's going to bottom out and you have their pick. So why not win they'll, some games? They'll sir? still screw it up. 
probably. They'll still screw it up. Let's not give them that much credit. Love having PJ on with us. When you check out, send it in on all the platforms that PJ mentioned, especially YouTube and Twitch, BetQL's send it in. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe to The Fan Rochester as well. You can find The Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. Our video stream up for you every afternoon here in the sports bar. We've got some takes on tap next in the sports bar. It's time for I'll Drink That. Yeah, there's somebody to blame here, uh, you know, where where baseball is. And it's actually the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, what? Well, I'm going to explain here. Like your baseball take here about this scintillating sarcasm uh world series matchup also you you one of the first to say you know Dante de Kumpo, <laughs> there's another piece of sound from like he's today. kind of a fraud isn't he yeah i mean yeah. give him a give him a you know pat on the back for for bringing a title to to milwaukee he's a champion can't take that away from him but i i every time i hear him talk i just think this guy might be mentally soft i just don't know that he i think he's kind of a fraud I think he's a little bit of a fraud. Mm. That's it. But, but we'll we'll dive into what he said uh, now as he has signed uh, a new extension with the Bucks. We'll get to that and more next. I'll drink to that is on the way in the sports bar and stand by for Scott Reynolds from Pewter Report joining us here in about 15, 20 minutes as well. The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 